You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 1135. I have found if there are individuals in this business who are not successful, it's usually simply because they're not willing to take action or they'll hit a very minor stumbling block and then they're not willing to to overcome that. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Hello, Rhino Nation. It is me, Brent Bowers, your land man. And this is a good day because I finally got to do this interview with my good friend, Andrew Haney. He's in the Army Reserves and he's also crushing it, crushing it in land. Uh, he didn't really talk about this during the recording. I hope he doesn't mind, but he told me his top line revenue this year was $1 million as an Army Reservist. And before that, he was actually a day trader that just lost major, major money, over $50,000. And he also paid $50,000 on the course to teach him day trading. So I'm really excited to talk to you about this today. I'm really excited to, to do this interview with Andrew. Uh, he's going to give you a lot of gold nuggets and uh, just kind of show you how he started in the land business and how he's evolved and what he's doing now. So, all right, without further ado, I'm going to get right into the episode. What's going on today, Andrew? Hey, Brent. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. My pleasure. Well, let's get into it. You know, let's just jump right into it. Why land when a guy like you is so busy? You know, what's the story here? Like, how did you start with this? So I spent five years as a day trader. And it's like, if you want to get kicked in the nuts every day for five years, just do that. So I finally gave up. I lost about 50 grand in 12 hours during the March 2020 COVID flash crash. So I decided, hey, this is not working. I need to stop. So I was doing it three years part-time, two years full-time. And so I stopped day trading. Um, I had a corporate job at the time. And I, I went into a depression. I said to myself, is this it? I just, I just go to work every day, sit in rush hour traffic, and just slowly die inside. And then my mentor and good friend, Eric Wong, he said, hey, you should try flipping land because I'm making 200% on almost every single deal I do. And I'm a trader 200%. at the time. So yeah, 200%. So as a trader, even if you're a trader that's profitable, you'll still have about 75% of your trades that are losses. And so wow. he told me, he said, I've never done a single deal where I've lost money. And every single deal I've done has been 100, 200 or 300 plus percent return. And it just seemed too good to be true. But I also trusted him. And so I tried it out and uh, it worked. And now I'm here two and a half years later. Well, I definitely believe it. Uh, Eric Wong is a, also a good friend of mine. He's a mutual friend of ours. And it's so funny. I remember meeting him at my meetup in Colorado Springs. And the guy comes up and just seems like a normal dude. I didn't realize he was in uh, Special Forces. Like, I didn't, I didn't realize he was in the military. Um, or maybe he was with the, uh, I think he was with 10th Group. Yep. But anyhow, he goes, hey, let's meet up. And I was like, I was getting a lot of people wanting to like have coffee and meet up for lunch. And I was spending a lot of time meeting with people every day. And this was before I started the Land Sharks group. And I was like, sure, let's meet up. Let's go for a run. Because I was starting to work back. I was working back on my physical fitness because I had gotten out of the military and stopped exercising, stopped doing PT. 
And I was like, let's go for a run. And he goes, sure, okay. Well, meet me at this mountain in Colorado Springs. And he gave me like the grid coordinates. And I'm like, where is this grid coordinates? Uh, so I look on Google and it's like three miles up this mountain. And I meet him. We go for this run. And I've never ran so hard in my life. And like my arms were tingling just trying to keep up with this guy. So uh, that's my story about Eric Wong. But, you know, we, we later, we built a friendship and I'm very careful with who I say, let's go for a run now because you never know what you're going to get into. <laughs> yeah. So I actually, Brent, I don't know if I told you this, but when I was at Fort Bragg, uh, we were all single and we all rented a house together. And I would wake up at 2 a.m. to go on a jump because we'd have to be at, at the airport or the airfield by, you know, 3 or 4 a.m. You've got draw weapons, take homies over. So I'd be up at 1.30, 2 a.m. And this guy, I would pass his room, his light would be on, and I would hear him doing push-ups. And I would kind of like see through the crack. And sure enough, this guy was doing push-ups and sit-ups at 2 in the morning. And I asked him, I said, how do you do this? Is this normal? And he said, yeah, about every 90 minutes, I'll just crank out a bunch of workouts. And he's one of those guys who just makes everything in life look really easy. And he's a very impressive individual. Yeah, absolutely. And when you say going for a jump, you know, I think I know what you mean, but what, what do you mean going for a jump? Uh, so jumping out of airplanes. So the C-130 or C-17 will fly at roughly 1,200 feet. And we jump out with static lines. So it's uh, essentially a rope that pulls the parachute out of your backpack for you. And if That's that amazing. parachute does not open, you have about three, four seconds to pull your reserve until you go splat. So Straight to the scene of the crash. <laughs> yes. When you're single and, and riding motorcycles, shooting machine guns, it's, it's good. But now that I'm in my 30s and wife and kids, I've, I would need to rethink that kind of lifestyle. I love it, man. Well, cool. Well, this is amazing. So you go from day trading to meeting Eric Wong, our mutual friend that's making 200% return. So I assume that was very encouraging for a guy in the stock business or day trading business. So what was the next step? How did you start learning this? Did you start taking action? Did you start mailing letters? Like, you know, how did you get into this? So backing up a little bit, I had spent $50,000, five zero on a day trading education. Mm -hmm. And right after I threw in the towel after five years, the institution that I paid all that money to, they got sued by the FTC the federal government for essentially over-promising and under-delivering, essentially teaching really vanilla information, and then it doesn't really work, right? So I was extremely hesitant to toss more money at another education program. But Eric told me, he said, hey, try it out, and, and it works. So I spent money on an education program. It was not yours. Yours was the second one I went through. And there's a reason I had to go through yours. I'm not going to name the institution, but I went through this education program and I spent eight thousand dollars, and it actually it actually did work. This program is is known to really kind of toss you in the deep end, and you kind of learn how to swim yourself. And it worked. The thing I liked about your program was that it's it was much more refining. You kind of opened up our eyes to the different ways to make money. There's there's not just a one trick pony strategy out there. There's all kinds of different things. So I start the education. I uh, do my first mail campaigns. My first three deals. So I started June of or July of 2020, and within those first six months, last half of 2020, I bought three parcels. One I bought for 1,100. 
And then I sold it a few months later for $6,000 on terms. And it was uh, the down payment was $500. The dock fee was $250. So I made up, and then I think the monthly was like 100 bucks a month or something. Okay. So, and so, that's what you mean by terms. You're getting a down payment and a dock fee, documentation fee, and then monthly payments for a while. Yep. Yep. So if you don't include the time that it took me to sell it, I made my money back in four months. Right? Four months. Okay. Better uh, than my you, several house deals I've done. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's pretty good, actually. I would say on average on seller financing deals where I sell them with owner financing, I would say it takes me on average between 10 and 14 months to recoup that initial investment. Uh, so that was the first deal I did. Second deal I did, I bought a parcel for $1,900 and then sold it for $7,000 for uh, cash. So made $5,000 immediately. And now we're talking. Yeah. And then after the, so I got to experience a terms deal and a cash deal within my yeah. first two deals. And then I was like, wow, this actually works. And people actually, they buy this stuff because I was selling and stuff in the middle of the desert. Later, a year later, I went out actually and explored the area that I was doing deals in. And I caught the the bug. I totally understood from that point. I'm like, wow, I understand why people would want to buy land out here. So these first two parcels that you made, you know, roughly bought for eleven hundred, sold for six thousand. Second one you bought for nineteen hundred, you sold for seven thousand, made five thousand. You didn't even see this land. You never even went to it. Didn't go to it. I made back the price of the education in my first two deals, and then after that, it's all you know, it's all gravy. So I, I did it by myself. I was a solo entrepreneur. I, I was so hesitant to, to hire somebody. I did it all by myself for about 18 months. And then I hired my first employee uh, a year ago, actually. And then when now you I say you were thrown into the deep end, you're used to jumping out of the airplane. So why, like, what's the big deal? You know, what does it matter? Like, you can go and figure this out. You've got special military training. Well, but Brent, you know this better than than most that even though in the military we we do dangerous things, we have a very specific checklist and very specific set of instructions and there's rehearsals. So even before we jump, even though we already know how to do it, we still rehearse multiple hours beforehand. And so in the business world, you can go through an education program and they will give you a checklist, but there's still going to be uh, scenarios where you're going to need to fill in the gaps yourself. And, and that's kind of what it was like to start my first uh, few land deals. Yeah, that's such a good point. I mean, the, the army does such, or the military, not just the army, does an incredible job of mitigating risk. And, you know, just, I mean, just, I remember from basic training, just before we even shot our M16s, back then it was M16s, yeah. before we even shot that, we had to do multiple hours and days and days of rehearsals and putting dimes at the end of the barrel and, you know, trigger squeeze and breathing and blah, blah, blah. So you're right. I forget that, you know, but in business, we get a little education and then there's the action and we either make money or lose money. And it's kind of, you know, I like that. Good point. Right. And I, I have found if there are individuals in this business who are not successful, it's usually simply because they're not willing to take action or they'll hit a very minor stumbling block and then they're not willing to to overcome that. Yeah, that's a good point. Like taking action, how many letters or how did you find those two first land deals in the desert? Oh, I do remember the third one. The third one was a wholesale <laughs> I bought. Okay. Um, okay, so the first two were from Mal Campaign. Right. So I sent out uh, blind offers 
And the the crazy thing is I just used the template that the instructor gave me. I just changed my name, put my phone number in, put in my house address. I used my house address and my real phone number for like the first two years. I just recently stopped doing that. <laughs> That's amazing. You've been saving expenses, you know, not having to pay for a PO box, not having to pay for a phone number, but what is a blind offer? Blind offer is where you essentially pre-comp the area and then you send out letters with an offer price already in it. And what that does is um, that saves you time from sorting through seller leads that are are maybe not as motivated as you'd like. So let's say you have a parcel that's actually worth 10 grand. You might send out a bunch of offers for $4,000. And then you weed out anyone who actually wants 9 or 10 grand for their land. They're not going to call you back. Or maybe they'll call you back and tell you that you're a horrible person, but they're not going to call you back trying to do a deal. The only people who call you back are the ones who really want to actually sell their land. So you're you're just preparing offer letters. So you figure out the land's worth ten thousand. You're offering four thousand, so about forty cents on the dollar. And you know some do, some will, some won't type thing. And you're just weeding out the people that aren't interested in selling at a discount. Love it, man. Right. Well, what does it look like moving forward? You know, why not just stay in the desert, keep moving forward with this situation? Or did you? How did that look going forward? So most of my peers have moved on to larger parcels. I found that I have an advantage with the small stuff because I leverage um, the whole patriotic branding. And so if you ever find me on the internet, you'll see a big old American flag behind me with my uniform. And that really helps build trust with my buyers and my sellers. So I have two full-time employees. They buy and sell the small stuff for me. And then my personal projects, I have two of them. One of them is to learn how to subdivide. So I'm actually in an education program right now where we will look for... The instructor and I will look for large parcels in Texas to split up and then we'll sell those off. And then also I have a partnership with Jaron Barnes. He was with RE Tipster. He was the co-host. And then now he's creating his own brand called the Land Maverick Society. And so Jaron and I, partners, I pretty much fund all of his deals. So he would rather do triple the amount of deals and use outside money than than use his own funds and you know be limited in that case. Love it. Love it. Well, so now I want to talk about like, let's break down a deal actually. Let's deep dive one of your most favorite deals. Just kind of seeing how you got started, what you're evolving into. Let's talk about one of your most favorite land deals. So I'll, I'll brag a little. I, th- I think in terms of markup... So I've I've done one where I bought it wholesale for seven thousand. It was a forty acre. Then I sold it for forty thousand cash. And when I say cash, I mean this guy literally came to my house and counted because out. You put your address on the blind offers, right? <laughs> <laughs> this guy he bought in the middle. He put the down payment on my website in the middle of the night. And I love those. I love those. <laughs> yeah, they don't happen a lot, but when they happen, it's great because you didn't really do much work to get it. Anyways, he puts down the down payment. Turns out he's only three hours away from Kansas City. He's like, hey, I want to pay it in cash, like literal cash. Let's meet. And so I I had a, a Glock in my waist belt. Turns out at the time, we, we talked after, he had a gun on him too. So we both came armed to this encounter this guy was a a tattoo artist that was on TV. He was on one of those reality shows for tattooing. And uh, so he has face tattoos 
tattoos all over his arms and legs. He looked like one of the scariest human beings you've ever met. Well, you know, teardrop tattoo. Oh, every, yeah. Every teardrop's a murder, right? You know, <laughs> I, have, I have no idea. I just know he was a very nice guy, but he looked extremely scary. And actually, one of my neighbors texted me and said, hey, is everything okay? I just saw this guy walk in. Yeah, you've got to be Anyways, nice when you look that scary. Yes. So, he walks in and we count the money. He actually came multiple times because he wanted to. He was concerned I would put it all in the bank at once. So, he's trying to get below that limit. So came multiple times. We actually became friends, but that was one of the deals that that sticks out the most. But I would say one of my favorite was on my first mail campaign. I found a portfolio owner. He owned about forty parcels, and we were actually in negotiation. I was going to trade. So my father in law has a really old car collection. So imagine like Jay Leno's garage, but like really junky, nasty, broken stuff. So I asked my father-in-law, I'm like, hey, you have all these cars that are broken. You don't want them. Can I try and sell them to this guy? Trade. So we were going to trade 40 parcels for for like 30 cards or something. And it ended up... The logistics was going to be too hard. So I just ended up buying a bunch of cash. I think I bought 15 to 20 of this guy's parcels. And then I actually sold one of the parcels to a very special person who is now my sales manager. And so she lives off-grid on a parcel I sold her. And she's selling land and living the life that she's selling. That is beautiful. I, I love hearing that because yes. she's bought into your vision of loving land. Like I find that the, I've had a lot of salespeople with my land business. And the ones that do the best are the ones that actually appreciate owning a piece of raw American vacant land. And that's a home run. So I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that. And then... Number two, how big was that down payment on your website? I'm curious. Yeah, I did lose you for a sec, Brent. But I did want to mention that I actually went out there to visit her. And because actually, I probably... So I I did uh, make sure she's she's armed. Let's just say that because it is still the Wild West out there. And so I, I made sure that her and her husband are armed and it was so good to see them go from a, a blank parcel to now have a fully functioning off-grid house. That's amazing. And what I was saying was that that's so amazing that you have someone on your team that loves owning a piece of raw vacant land and, and turning it into you know what they wanted to see it look like. It's a blank slate and yes. then they turn it into their dream. So I, I was saying I, I've had a lot of people that have helped me sell my land and the ones that don't do so well are the ones that you know they don't have a vision or a love for owning a piece of American raw land. So yeah, you have like your your salesperson has bought into that, so that's beautiful. Yes, it's great. She's my rock star employee, and I I love the help that she brings. That's amazing. Well, how much was that down payment on your website? Oh man, I think it was like seven hundred fifty bucks or something. I mean, it wasn't anything. I don't remember actually. It could have been a few grand. We we messed, you know, we messed with all the the down payment amounts. I know you've done the same thing. So yeah, I've made them really low. I've made them really high. And I did find that when I made them really high, it would attract those algorithms that attempt to find back doors in your website mm-hmm. and and like charge other stolen credit cards. Yeah. So I, I wake up one day and and some bot had charged tried to charge like ten dollars. 30 times or something. They all failed. My security worked. But right now, I would say we average between 500 to 2000 down. And that's for this, the smaller stuff under the stuff that retails under 40k. 
That's amazing. And I'll tell you, I get a lot of down payments for advertising on the paid sites as well as, wait for it, believe it or not, buy sell groups. They go to my profile. They see that I've done a lot of sales on Marketplace and they'll go to the website and read all about the property, look at the videos and see the drone footage and see where other people have testimonials that have purchased from us. And a lot of people will do that down payment overnight. And it's weird. It's like the weird odd hours. And they've never called into our office. They've never called and talked to any of us. And they just do a down payment. And it's usually like anywhere from, like you said, $750 to $999 down. And then we have to communicate with them to set up their paperwork for the actual contract for deed or the mortgage or the, the note that we're going to agree to that they're going to pay us every month for the next 15 years. But uh, that's amazing. Um, and the, the funny thing, Brent, is their next message is always, it's always something like, okay, what's the next step? I'm ready. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, seriously, you don't have any other questions? And they're like, nope, yeah. you answered them all. Well, it, another thing I think that, that they know is legit because we ask, you know, what is your mailing address? What is the name you want to take title on? What is your phone number? What is your email? We ask all these things and then we ask for that payment. Um, so they're like, okay, well, this must be legit. And then, yeah, it's usually what's the next step? <laughs> and it's like, okay, we need your bank account information so we can start pulling the payment monthly. So that's incredible. Yeah. Any last final remarks or words of, wis- words of wisdom for someone just getting started? Or the Andrew, you know, several years ago when you're going through that funk of depression and like looking for the next thing? I was... So I think a lot of it's mindset. I just uh, connected with a serial entrepreneur yesterday and he was just getting into the land business, but he had been successful in multiple other businesses and he said, you know, there's there's never a shortage of opportunities. It's always a shortage of people who are willing to, you know, to work hard. And he said, when you go to a gift exchange, let's say 100 people go to a gift exchange, well, everyone will go home with a different gift, right? But if you go to an idea exchange, everyone goes home with 99 different ideas, 99 new ideas. So I would say that pretty much any business model will work, including day trading. However, it just is a matter of you taking action and being willing to roll through some of those those tough times. And usually the tough times are not financially tough. They're just emotionally draining times. For example, I've, you know, I got a call one day from a HOA I do deals in and they told me that one of my buyers had totally destroyed the roads. They brought trucks in when it was raining. And they said that I'm liable and that all these horrible things are going to happen. And I actually just met with the HOA this morning for a different topic. But emotionally, I was very, very low for about a week. And those emotional dips happen all the time. And I don't think people are are aware of that. And emotional highs happen all the time. Like when some guy chooses to pay you 40 grand without meeting you, right? So I would say be willing to go through those ups and downs and be willing to try something new and, and above all, take action. Take action and be willing to learn from your mistakes. Be willing to lose a little bit of money from your mistakes up front, knowing that if you keep at it, you're, you're going to be successful. It's very difficult to not be successful in this business if you care. I so agree with the action. And I heard you say that multiple, multiple times throughout this entire episode was just action, action. That seems to be the pillar 
of the success you've had. And you're, you're a busy man. You're a father, you're a husband, you're in the reserves, the, the army reserves. So you've got a lot of things going on. And I'm so glad you hit on those emotions too, because you know, where there are peaks, there's always going to be valleys. And I've had the similar stories with the HOAs and, and the hunting in the HOA that wasn't allowed and the ATVs in the HOA that was not allowed. And they call and threaten you. And it's like, oh my God, I'm going to lose everything. But here's the thing. You have the ability to rebuild. And most of the time, those things don't happen. And right. even though they threatened me and scared the heck out of me, I was just getting started. I was like, how can I pay this $5,000 fine? I don't have the money. And turns out it got completely washed away. And uh, like, I worried. I lost sleep on it several nights. I, I, th- I think I know which HOA you're talking about. Is that the one in Colorado? <laughs> yeah. Forbes Park, yeah. which by the way, I've got a deal out there if you want to buy it. Uh, <laughs> I don't buy out yeah, there. I do. I do actually. I just told my intake manager, I said, we need, we're going to start doing mail campaigns in Colorado because I want to buy in the off season. I want to buy mountain land in the middle of winter. There you go. There you go. Well, I just had a buyer uh, call me back. This is a piece of land I used to own. They paid me cash for it. And, you know, she's like, I'll take $6,000. So I'm looking like, okay, what are they selling for right now? It looks like they may be selling for around 12000 And the area is a little bit rural. So I go on batch skip tracing, which usually I can go. If you go to Batch Leads Brent, you can actually get a uh, 14-day free trial but I usually go on batch leads and look at all the cash transactions. Well, they're not showing up in the park. So, cause I was just going to go on there and see like, is Andrew Haney buying land out here still or contact whoever's buying land out there and say, look, I got a deal for you. Pay me 1500 bucks. It's yours. But uh, anyhow, that's, it's that easy. You know, when you get a piece of land like that, go and look and see who's the major buyer in that area with batch and, and just call those guys. It's that simple. Those are the best phone calls I ever had. But uh, anyhow, we're going further. looks like you want to say something. No, I'm, I'm just happy to be here. All right. Here you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The guy starts out day trading. He is in Army Reserves, and he's just working his butt off. You know, what I heard the whole entire time is he just took action, took action, took action. And guys, if you're looking to join one of the most, you know, progressive wholesaling, land buying and selling rhino communities i want you to head on over to wholesalinginc.com forward slash land fill out the application schedule a call with me and my team and be just like andrew haney have a great day god bless thanks brent that's all for this episode your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches we'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling